Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Today, our lesson is why the test? Why the test? You say, what test? What subject matter are we talking about? Why the test of faith this morning? And I know we tried to spend Wednesdays doing as far as as much as we can just on faith because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Our sermon highlight today is the result of the test should make us stronger and more prepared for our Christian walk. How we handle the test lets God know he can trust us. Our scripture that we go to that should be most familiar to you is a Mark eleven twenty two through 23. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. I thank God this morning that the word, the word of God was given to us to put us over in life and to cause us to be victorious over the evil one. We work and we walk in victory here on the earth because we know the word. Our next scripture, as far as baseline, Romans 5, 17, NIV, said, For if by the trespass of the one man, death reign through the one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and are the gift of righteousness reign in life? Excuse me. Through the one man, Jesus Christ. We reign because of what was completed in Jesus. On our last lesson, we had left off in Matthew, the fourth chapter and the first verse. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Jesus was led by the spirit. I want you to see that because there's some basic teaching that we need to know that uh, as far as what was going on at that time. We know that Jesus was our ultimate savior to take us back though for some background in this particular scripture and why was this going on because much teaching had uh, been neglected on this but Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights and we did that lesson on last Sunday but I wanted to go back because there's background in in everything that uh Jesus tells us and we as far as scripture that we don't want to miss the details Uh, We see where the devil tested Jesus. You know, God knew what was in him. And we know that some things that happened before this time, we realized that when Moses had come to uh, Mount Nebo, and that was one of the mountains, he had a lot of uh, communication with God. Moses did on Mount Sinai. But uh, it was on a mountain, and it's just ironic. This is on a mountain also. But Moses had settled a score that, uh, excuse me, Jesus had settled a score that Moses couldn't complete. We remember the story of Moses and how he had struck the rock 
twice when God told him to strike it once and how Moses didn't get to go over to the promised land and how uh, we need we needed one greater than Moses because Moses was not the savior. When Jesus came on the scene, he knew he was uh, greater than Moses. Why was Jesus greater than Moses? Because Moses was appointed to set the ch children of Israel free there in from Egypt, but we needed someone who could carry out the test. Jesus was appointed by God to free his people from bondage and to give us a New Testament. So we see here when Jesus come on the scene and how when he was ready to start his ministry, the old the law was being uh is not done away with, but Jesus was bringing the new. God needed a new human partner, and he wanted one, and he had to have one who their will was the same. Now, that's so important for us to remember today when we're going through tests is to know that our will is the same thing as God's will. Jesus has said, not my will, but your will be done. And I thank God for Moses, you know, but uh, Moses was able to look over there at Nebo and see the promised land, but he didn't get to go. And that was one of the penalty as far as him. And it, the penalty was for rebellion. He had uh, wanted to go, but he didn't get to go. But I do realize he did make it into the promised land. I looked over there in Matthew 17, too, when Jesus was on the mountain, uh, and, and as far as the Mount of Configuration, when Elijah came and Moses was there and Jesus talked to him. So I know Moses made it to the ultimate promised land, and that's the one we want to go today. But when we pick up with Jesus in that scripture, and as far as him being tested, it wasn't about him uh, failing the test. Jesus, uh, when he talked about the bread and and how and how the enemy wanted how the enemy wanted to tempt him with bread and turn these rocks, turn these stones into bread, Jesus knew he was the bread of life. And uh, when the enemy wanted him to uh, to to just disobey God, he wanted him to to bring out things in him that. Jesus had Jesus passed the test. He didn't have to say uh, he could get the all the be over the kingdoms of the land. Uh, he knew that his father owned the land. He said the earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof, and he knew that he should honor God. So that way, when Jesus was was led there, it was not about him failing the test or God wondering if he was going to fail the test because he knew that what. Jesus was going to fulfill it, and it was just like one of those cowboy shows. It was just a showdown at the OK Corral because God knew that Jesus would pass the test, and I thank God for that. This morning, I want you to know what the enemy was after, and the source of the trials and the temptation was the Word. Satan is trying to what? To try to take our faith. He, he, he's trying to, he wants the word from you today. He don't want you to believe God's word. Well, how do you say that, Pastor Ella? Well, he said in, uh, Jesus said, and he taught us to pray this way and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil there in Matthew 6, 13. So 
Uh, most people believe the Lord sends the trials and tests and temptations of life. And, and then, well, why would Jesus ask us that you enter not into temptation if the trials and temptations come from God? You've got to know today that what you're going through, if it's not good, it's not God. And if God knows everything, we know the word says God has all knowledge. Then why wonder why God would have to try and test us to find out what, he would, what we would do in a certain situation. The word also says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith in Hebrews 12 too. Now, since Jesus has authored in our faith and, 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 and God does not need to try it, he knows it'll work. But like I said, Satan is the one that's trying our faith today. He's the one that's trying to see if you're going to make it over. You say, well, what else about that, Pastella? Well, Jesus said uh, for us to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Well, what is what evil is he talking about? He's talking about the devil today. And we, we can, and the evil that the, he brings. We can rise to a new level of faith, though, when we realize that it's the thief that steals. The Bible said the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So God wants us to know that. And you can have faith, though, to quench every fire of the dark of the devil. But you can't believe the thing when you think that the Lord has put it on you. So we see, and I want us to have a little bit more knowledge on that because you got to know where trials come from. You got to know when you're going through things. And we said Matthew 4, 11, the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. I said the angels came and attended him. And we know that, the, that when we have the test, that it, since Jesus passed it and, and the angels came and attended him in Colossians 2, 9, said, for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives bold, in boldly form. What are you saying? When Jesus come up out of that, out of that place of temptation, he was filled with the whole measure. I said he had the measure, and he knew the word was in him, and God knew. So this morning, we have to know that we need that faith. Well, you said, well, sometimes, Pastor Ella, I, I, I heard some things, and, and sometimes people say you're going through trials, and they believe you've done something wrong. Let's look at John 9, 1 through 4, NIV. Jesus dealt with some of the, about that same question. John 9, 1, 4. Uh, excuse me, John 9, 1 through 4, NIV. And he said, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents, that he was born blind. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it's day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming. I said, night is coming. What did Jesus mean? He said, this man was not, hadn't done anything, and his parents hadn't done anything. But the thing is that we, he came, and this is left, and as far as so that the works of God, what, the glory of God can be revealed. You know, when you go through a trial, sometimes how big that trial is lets you know how much faith that we are looking for as far as the result of it. Because bad things can happen. Bad things can happen to good people, but people say that you, you, 
you're out of the will of God, but you got to know this morning, if you're going through some bad thing, God wants you to have the word of God in you, and he wants to see your faith. We have a long list of people in the Bible, Daniel, uh, Abraham, Shadrach, Meshach. They in the fire because they did wrong. No, their faith was tried. God never said his, his, it's not uh, his will that you'll not have trials. He said, in fact, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered them out of them all. He said that. And he said it's his will, though, that we shouldn't perish. So this morning, you can take hope that you're not going to perish, praise God, no matter what you're going through. And we know that if Jesus was tested by the devil, what makes us different? You say, I don't want to be tested. I I don't want to go through anything. Well, anytime you make a statement, use me, Lord, (laughs) you just open the door, praise God, Father, you can be a target right there. And the thing is, God wants you to know, have the word in you and whatever you're going through. I like that when people say you don't look like what you're going through because see, God is there and he answers us and he has the power to do whatever he wants to do. You, what do you mean, Pastor Ella? Well, he has the power to do and he has the power not to do. You said, well, where do you get that in the word? Well, he, Lazarus was risen from the dead, but the whole cemetery was there. And then anybody but Lazarus rise up. Amen. And Jesus went through one city. And he said, no good thing could he do because of their unbelief. We need to know that our faith is very important this morning. Our faith, though, is grows. And we only know the strength, what, how strong you are. Till you know how much you can lift. One of my youth, we were talking in class just on this past Sunday, and we were talking about lifting weights, and that was my way of teaching about growing faith. And she knew and, and very aware of that you just didn't go in the weight room and start with 200 pounds. And I told her, you don't have to worry about, Pastor, because I will start with five. But that's how it is with our faith. We all have the measure of faith, the same measure of faith. But we need to be able to grow our faith. Why? In our faith, how do we do it? With the word of God. With the word of God. Because your faith is valuable. Praise God. God's power is revealed in tests. And sometimes with that man that was healed, as far as the, uh, what was revealed was the, was the word that was that was put out, but like I said, the power of God was revealed. Abraham had to overlook his body and consider not the, the, the barrenness and the dryness of Sarah's wounds. He had to overlook biology in order for him to believe God that that woman, Sarah, was going to have him a baby. What do you mean? Every day he looked to say, for 25 years, it took 25 years from the time God told him to the time it happened that, what, Sarah conceived that child. But every time he looked at Sarah and Sarah walked in the room, I believe Abraham said, I believe. Amen. Because what was he believing in? He was believing in the power of God. Have faith when you say anything. Because, see, God can see the whole picture this morning. 
It's like those connecting the dots. But one thing about it, God is looking down from heaven. He can see it out of a new perspective. And that's the same perspective that Paul had. He said, absent from the body will be present with the Lord. Because, see, Paul knew he could see a lot more from up there than down here. God sees the whole picture today. So you don't need to stop right in the middle of what you're doing or right one day, two days when your breakthrough is there, but you need to believe God. The Bible in 2 Corinthians 13, 5 said, examine yourselves to see whether you're in faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? How many of you know we want to pass the test today? God left us enough of the Bible. I guess at least 80% of the Bible where we see acts of faith and people, how they had to believe God under pressure. This morning, you may have to believe God under pressure. And you may have to be able to overlook what you think is your weakness. You say, well, I got flaws, Pastor. I have, I have weakness. Well, there were people in the Bible. Abraham had flaws. He had to have that baby in old age, and Moses, you know, he couldn't talk and never did get healing from that speech impediment, and he was a murderer. And Jacob was a thief. Now, if I, well, you know, God let us see some flaws. What if he had just wrote only the good things about the people? But the things he did, when we look at that Hebrews and that Hall of Fame of faith, those people had flaws. Rahab was a prostitute. But God lets you know he can use anything today, anybody today. And you know what? They came through. And God will prove you through the test. You know, we look at that red test, temptation and the change, but looking at it. But uh, the test, a uh, trial that you come to is not just there to, to bring you down. And God will protect you uh, from the consequences as far as death, but I tell you what, he, he's not going to protect us all away from the problems. And like I said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of them all. There in, in our next line, uh, we know that your faith is valuable, like I said, and the most important power you have, one of the most important other than love, because see, faith works by love, is faith. And you, you may uh, lose some things in life, but if you got faith, you can get them back. We can look at the life of Job, and so Job lost everything he had. And I know sometimes when we read and say, well, God took those things from Job. No, if we read the first chapter of Job, we'll see that the enemy took him. In, in fact, Job had come to say, excuse me, the devil had come to say, if you take all this stuff from Job, if you remove all that, you remove the heads from him, he'll curse you. God said, have at it. And we see that in the life of Job, he was still with, left with the testimony, even after his wife came and told him to curse God and die. When he's sitting there scrubbing sores and scabs, he said, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. You know, that's the kind of faith God is looking for, the kind of knowledge of knowing who God is as far as the word and how much more word even that we have today. We need to know that God, 
he is the one we serve. You said, well, Job went through a lot of stuff. A lot of people will say, well, I want to be just like Job. Well, if you want to be like Job this morning, you got to know the end of the story. Job got healed. <laughs> and Job got all of his stuff back. And that was a victory. That's a victory report to me today. And I believe, praise God, that if we put the word and have the word and live the word, because God wants us to have that. But you, won't, you don't want to be without the word because, see, faith threatens the devil. Faith is my protection. Faith is my shield of faith. Faith is a belief and a conviction that, that creates in me confidence in life. I was sharing with my, my students. I said, the one confidence I had, and from the day one of my 44 years as far as the nursing career, was if God would put me in this, he's able to keep me. He's able to give me the knowledge. He's able to help me to know what to say and what to do. And I said, that's not only when it was in a hospital room, but it's in this room when I'm teaching you children, young people. So we want to know Keep your faith. Hold on to your faith. Take hold of it. Because when you lose your faith, you lose your confidence. You become weak, and you. And he said you waver. And if you waver, you're on the way to destruction. Because faith is manifested by the test you encounter. What you're going through should be exhibited in the faith you have, and I believe it is today. You need to know that you, your faith is being tested. And, some, and when, if your faith going to be tested, you, you go through trials. And there are some things in life that will show you what you have. You're not going to ever know you can lift 250 pounds until you put under the place where you have to. You can say it all day long. You can say you can uh, drive a plane. You say you can, and you can say, I think I can do that. But until you do that, you won't know it. So when we're put to the test, it will show what's on the inside of us. You know that God is great, and you know that God is for you. But sometimes there in the midst of the valley is when you know that. But you got to know this, that God is the same in the valley as he is on the hill. What are you saying, Pastor? He's the same. Some people say, well, God's got to get bigger. No, God was big when you went in the valley. Praise God. So, isn't it good that God knows the answer to it? If he's the author and finish of our faith, we're going to be able to be here. and We're going to stop off here and, and know that God has placed in us. You know, this test that we take and that we, the things you're going through, it's a fill in the blank test. What do you mean? Jesus filled in the blank. And you know what he filled in the blanks with? He filled them in with the word of God. And that's all God wants you to do, whatever you're going through. By his stripes, what's the rest of it? I'm healed. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Amen. And then you said Jesus came that what? That I may prosper and be in good health. And the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. So, so that's our exam. We take an examination of our faith. And God is good that way. Next week, well... Next week, or the, the lesson there, after one of these, the next one that comes up, we're going to be looking at what's the source of your faith, because that makes the difference. We thank you for being with us this morning. We say, join us tonight, and we're just getting into this study. I knew I couldn't finish it all in one lesson, but you be blessed, and just have a blessed rest of the week, and we'll see you on the next time.
I hope you enjoyed Sister Ella. Right now, if you need to have Jesus in your life, I want to pray with you. Please repeat after me. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me of all unrighteousness. I am saved. Amen. If you just prayed that simple prayer, you just started a brand new walk with God. We got some information, some materials we want to give you to help you with that walk. Three mini books that you can have for absolutely free. All you have to do is just call or write us and ask for them. And then you see that QR code on the screen. When you scan that, it'll take you to a video explaining what it is to be a part of reaching the World Bible Church family. But the most important family that you need to be a part of is the family of God. So we say welcome to the family. And if you're looking for a church home, we say your search is over. Welcome to Reaching the World Bible Church. If you 